Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from November 29th until December 6th. As we have active energies with both Venus and Mercury changing signs, plus Neptune stationing direct on December 6th. And this is the bigger, more dominant energy as we move into December, because when an outer planet stations direct, we tend to feel its effects for a few weeks prior and a few weeks after that station occurs. So we have influential Neptune energy streaming in and affecting us, which can lend itself to feeling more overwhelmed, feeling tired or exhausted, feeling like you don't know what to focus on because there's a lot going on. So we'll discuss more of that in today's show as well. The other thing I wanted to share with you that's important is that we've recently had a lot of activity on the sun that is creating a geomagnetic storm that will show up and be impacting our atmosphere November 30th and December 1st. That's when it is forecasted to arrive. Now, what happened was three, even four coronal mass ejections occurred on the sun and they happen all over the sun's surface. So that's because the sun is very alive, very dynamic, always energizing, always in motion. And when those coronal mass ejections happen and they're facing earth, they're facing towards us, then the energy streams towards us. And when there are three or more coronal mass ejections happening at the same time, it creates what's called a cannonball. CME. And that's where you have basically each of these three or four CMEs gathering together, accumulating together in space and creating a bigger, what they call a cannonball CME that has more impact and it's stronger. And this energy also becomes more amplified and more intense. So it's called a cannonball CME. And these are a cluster of those CMEs that also happen to coincide with a very powerful solar flare that occurred on the sun on November 28th. So all this to say, the sun is very active. The energy is coming towards us. It is incoming into Earth's atmosphere, November 30th and December 1st. And this is when you want to be more mindful of not only how those energies can impact our geomagnetic fields, our technology, our internet connection, They certainly can affect satellite connections, anything that's being transmitted, but we feel it physically. It's almost like we're having this interaction between our individual auras and the sun's powerful forces. These are the kinds of energies that can be affecting our nervous system and our physical selves, this is where we can feel more tired, more wiped out. You could even feel like you're really full. There's a fullness or you're at capacity. It could feel too like you need to eat more, drink more, exercise more, especially as our bodies are learning how to navigate these powerful incoming frequencies. Now, when you couple that with this Neptune stationing direct energy on December 6th, These two pieces taken together can feel like you need more downtime. 
It could even feel like it's harder to sleep. It's harder to rest or to get that really deep sleep that your body craves and our brains need because there's literally a lot going on in the atmosphere. There's a lot of energies that we're picking up and feeling. And I feel that this is amplified too because of all the intentional work we've been doing on ourselves where we're releasing more and more of what we're not. And as we open up to more of who we really are at an authentic frequency level, we tend to be more sensitive. We tend to be more energetically tuned in and tapped in to what's going on around us and certainly what's going on within us. So I feel like there's heightened sensitivity this week. And keep in mind, it's not just you. It's certainly at a mass scale. But plan accordingly. This could be a time period where you're looking to simplify, have less commitments, not have so much in front of you. And that's also what your physical self could be feeling as well. Now, the other side of the spectrum here is that some people also tend to feel more energized. You're ready for those light codes from the sun. You're feeling the excitement, energized, lit up, like you're ready to go. And then you could feel like, wow, I hit a wall quickly. So this energy tends to be exaggerated. It tends to come in as, wow, I'm really ready to go. I could do all the things. And then a few hours later, you're exhausted, you're tired, and you need a lot of downtime. So just know that that is part of what is unfolding over this next week. And your body is sending you messages of what it needs. It might need more water. It might need more vitamins, minerals. It might need more sustenance, protein, root vegetables, and a variety of grounding nutrients. So keep that in mind because that's one way we can support our energies and be in alignment how to make the most of these phases. I mentioned how Venus and Mercury are moving fast right now and they are each changing signs over this next week. And what we have is Venus in Libra has just made a conjunction to the south node in Libra at 21-22 degrees. That occurred on November 28th, but I want to bring that up because this is an eclipse point of turning a corner, turning a page, reassessing something for yourself in connections that matter to you, learning from the past, learning from what has worked for you and what has not, perhaps understanding things in a new way and ready to make a shift, shifting something that maybe has been on your mind, you've been aware of, and now perhaps you're feeling like the energy supports it. So Venus going across that south node in Libra is significant because of the fact that it was a solar eclipse point back on October 14th, and Venus is the ruler of this energy. So I feel like we have gained a lot of wisdom into how we do connections, how we do friendships, relationships, partnerships, essentially interact with everyone in our world. And what this energy wants you to tap into is to take the good things forward, to take what works for you into your next experiences or into what you're creating now, but also acknowledge what you've outgrown. And the South Node in Libra can show you that, can show you, okay, I've outgrown this part of my experience, this part of my own energy, 
even show you the habits that you're done with and what you no longer want to put energy towards. The south node is a point of letting go. And this Venus wants us to really honor where we feel reciprocity and mutual exchanges in connections. There's also the energy of detachment here, where you're just observing how you've done things in the past, what has worked well for you, what has been satisfying and healthy, and then being aware of, yeah, I'm done with this. I'm closing something out. And that energy is going to become stronger when this Venus and Libra squares Pluto in Capricorn at 28 degrees before entering into Scorpio on December 4th. So I'm going to discuss the Venus energies here, then we'll go back and discuss the Mercury energies of the week. But the Venus energies I feel are significant because you could feel like there's parts of yourself that have really shifted. You've really grown. There's something that you're allowing to fall away. You're allowing it to be in the past and to be complete. And you're allowing yourself to learn from what your heart really desires, where your truth is, and what it means to honor that without creating more pain or hurt, without creating karma, There can be a freshness with this energy. And when Venus is squaring Pluto and Capricorn, again, that happens December 3rd, this is an energy of just being so honest with yourself about what you need and what you want and what you're understanding about your own role in the dynamic or in a situation has been, meaning looking at your own relationship skills. And in Libra, it certainly involves communication skills and what it means for you to stand in the power of knowing that the universe can bring in exactly who you need. It can allow you to connect with more of what is best for your energy because you've claimed responsibility for something about your connections. And I'm feeling this energy too as perhaps a message or a theme that's come forward for you. And it doesn't have to be loud and clear, but it could just be something that you're seeing more clearly. You're understanding it. And again, it goes back into what you're ready to do differently for yourself. And as Venus then moves into Scorpio on December 4th, she'll be traveling behind Pallas Athena, which is also in Scorpio. Venus and Pallas Athena will be conjunct in Scorpio coming up a little bit later. That's actually December 12th, they're conjunct. But in the meantime, they're traveling through Scorpio And there's energy here that is solidifying something for you that is connected to a vulnerability, a raw truth, something that you've learned maybe has been operating from your shadow self or your unconscious self. And there could be a sense of, I see it differently now. I see it in a new light. I see it now and I feel it in a way that is empowering. And as Venus moves into Scorpio, she also makes an immediate trine to Saturn in Pisces at one degrees. This happens December 5th. So here we have December 3rd, December 4th, December 5th, strong Venus energy that is showing you how you've learned and grown through perhaps some very difficult cycles or situations, but they've taught you a lot about what you really need. 
And on that note, I want to share a quick anecdotal story with you about one of my best friends. And she has been on the dating apps and she has been meeting a lot of men, had many dates, great interactions with some, and then some people she was happy to swipe away from. But she recently had a conversation with someone she was getting to know this past weekend and she realized, you know, she wasn't feeling a deep connection with him. She felt more of a friendship vibe, but he's very nice. Like they just have a nice chemistry. They have a nice connection, although they want different things. So he wants children. She already has two grown girls. She's not looking to have more kids. They're looking for different things in their relationships right now, but they're enjoying each other's company. And he had brought up to her, what do you think about being friends with benefits? because he was attracted to her, they had a nice energy together, yet they both knew this wasn't their future. They weren't going to be in a long-term connection simply because they want different things. And so she said to him in this beautiful, kind way, what she's realized. She's like, you know, I'm really ready to move forward with someone who wants the same things as me. And I understand that we're on different pages. I also have looked back on what has happened for me over the past number of years. And she's like, I'm tired of being hurt with connections that don't go anywhere. And not that you're going to hurt me or that this is hurtful. She's like, I've just learned this about myself. And I've learned too about how sex plays a role in that because sex means something to her. And she doesn't want to be frivolous with her sexuality at this point. So she essentially told him that she doesn't feel like that's a good idea for her because she's honoring her own energy and what she really needs. And even though friends with benefits could feel like an easy thing or it could feel like, sure, why not? At first, she's sharing with him what she's learned about her own journey, which is essentially that she doesn't want to have casual sex right now because she knows herself and she knows how it affects her emotionally, that it creates an attachment for her and it then becomes something that she knows isn't going to play out or work out. So she doesn't want that to be a part of her relationship dynamics right now when the connection is casual. And she said it in such a beautiful, honest way was about claiming her energy, claiming what was correct for her, honoring that, and also being raw and vulnerable because she could have said yes. She could have said, sure, why not? But she's learned from her previous connections and relationships what is good for her and what it's not. And so I was like, yes, queen, yes, stand in your power, stand in your truth, stand in your heart and what you've learned about yourself and what you need and how you want to share your energy and how you don't. And so this man, he's 42 years old and he said to her, wow, this is the most honest conversation I've ever had with a woman. Yes, queen, yes, because that's what divine feminine energy does. It opens up. It opens up the truth and the vulnerability. It's able to come forward with what you're really feeling on the inside, especially when there's a safe place to do so, which is what this person was providing. And he is a safe masculine energy. So she was able to share this with him. And look at what a gift that was to the masculine to be that honest and that truthful, to not play games, to not be like, sure, why not? Or to not do something and then later resent it or be mad about it. No, she was in her full power with what is true for her, what she needs and what she's learned along the way. 
Now, of course, this can apply to anything that comes up that makes you uncomfortable. It certainly doesn't have to be about sexuality. It can be about finances. It can be about something that you need to share about your truth that feels vulnerable, feels uncomfortable. And that's because you don't know how the other person's going to react. That's part of vulnerability. You don't control it. And as this Venus energy is strong, when you come from a place of being in your heart's power, being in the essence of your truth, then there's no playing games. There's no power dynamics. You're not looking to manipulate or be deceptive. And all that can certainly come up with planets in Scorpio. So what we're able to tap into at this point, especially after the eclipses in October, what has shifted in your heart that you are being guided to powerfully claim and own and to do so in a way that maybe feels a little scary because it's vulnerable or you haven't voiced it before? What are you noticing in yourself that actually fuels up your energy and is something connected to standing in your power regardless of what anyone else says or what anyone else needs. And this could be a week where you have opportunities to know that in yourself. You have an opportunity to claim, this is where I'm at. This is what feels best for my energy. This is where I'm going to honor my needs first because I've learned so much. And I feel this theme is even more important right now because of the eclipses we've had in both Taurus and Scorpio that are now ending and closing out. And in the Scorpio energy, it's meant to direct you back to what is correct for you that required a deeper transformation. And this could be an invitation into more of your heart, an invitation into more of your true needs, an invitation to express your needs in a way that you're doing for perhaps the first time. You're gaining strength. You're understanding that even when things are uncomfortable, which is possible, of course, in relationships, friendships, partnerships, co-workers, you know, there's things that come up in our connections with other people that can be a little bit tricky to address. As long as you're coming from a beautifully intentional space of honoring what you've been through and looking at what you want to change for yourself, you will be validated. The universe will give you some Something that shows, yes, this is the way, this is true, this is a beautiful gift you're giving to yourself, and ultimately a beautiful gift you're giving to another. So this could be a week where you see how you've evolved, how these eclipses have changed you, how things have shifted in your willingness to stand in your power in a new way. Also, how you do so with a sense of strong self that isn't about imposing your needs or your energy onto another, which can be some of the lower expressions of Scorpio. So I feel like this Venus can have a revival that is taking shape as we move into December. And keep in mind that often with Venus and Scorpio, there could be a fear to face. There could be something to look at that is uncomfortable at first, but is showing you more of what you truly need and desire. And Venus wants to support you in connecting to that part of your energy. 
This could also be something you're reclaiming in regards to your creative power and your financial energy. This could be something that you're understanding about your self-worth that you're willing to do differently. You're upgrading it, you're up-leveling it, and it's pushing you to the edge of a fear so that you can move past it. Because it feels like there's something quite beautiful on the other side of whatever might be coming up this week. It feels like there could be a breakthrough that shows you how being in your truth is beautifully supported by the universe. So strong Venus energy this week. And just keep in mind that there is support here for moving through something and doing it in a new way, seeing it through a new lens and standing in the fullness of your energy with a new sense of power. Now, we also have an active Mercury this week. On November 29th, Mercury will be conjunct the galactic center, which is at 27 degrees of Sagittarius. And then Mercury enters Capricorn on December 1st. Now, when Mercury is conjunct the galactic center, this tends to be messages coming in and you don't know who's thinking them. It's almost like, these aren't my thoughts. This isn't my idea. It can be wildly expansive and creative. It can give you downloads of solutions and ideas. This is where Mercury can even be receiving many incoming streams of energy and need to write it down, need to ground it so you don't forget. So do keep that in mind that there could be ideas, solutions, projects, uh, plans, things happening, and you want to make sure and jot them down or put them on a phone app or something where you don't lose them because it's an amplifying energy. Also, Mercury will be working with the Galactic Center two more times because of the upcoming Mercury retrograde that begins December 12th. And I just did a podcast episode for you on Monday, November 27th, covering the energetics of this phase where Mercury will be in Capricorn and Sagittarius for the retrograde energies. So be sure and listen to that episode for more of a deep dive. And I will be touching on the energies in the Wednesday podcast here as we move throughout December as well. So Mercury then enters Capricorn December 1st and makes a sextile to Saturn in Pisces on December 2nd. This is supportive energy for what you want to accomplish and take care of. Now, we have an upcoming retrograde happening. So this is where people say, well, wait, should I start something new? Well, things happen in the world that we can't control, right? There's things that are probably going to be new in front of you or that you have to take a look at, you have to get going on. And because the retrograde's coming up, all this means is adjust your expectations accordingly. That if something comes up right now and you've got to get it done, especially if it's for work and you need to finish it before the end of the year, there's things that will just have to be revised and reviewed later on. But it's okay to just trust where the energy is forward moving, where something is coming through that is a priority and perhaps time sensitive. Mercury in Capricorn is methodical, strategic. It's looking at the bigger picture plan of where is this going? Is this worth investing my time and energy into? Mercury in Capricorn wants to sit with things, wants to sit and think about it, 
wants time and space to ruminate and consider and really allow things to settle before making a decision or communicating. So there tends to be a slowdown in energies when Mercury enters Capricorn because we want to be able to take our time with things, especially matters that are important. And when Mercury sextiles Saturn and Pisces, we have a sense of being more meaningful with our words and also being more mature, being more considerate. That Saturn in Pisces is connected to what is worth the time and what's not. Is this appropriate for what I have in front of me? Or do I need to pass on this for right now? Say no, I don't have bandwidth, it isn't a priority. That could be something too that you're practicing over this next week because that Mercury in Capricorn actually wants to do less. It wants to focus on only things that really matter. And the sextile to Saturn in Pisces is where we give our kind no thank yous or we understand that it's not a good option right now, which then gives you more time, space, and dedication to focus on what does matter. So I think this is going to be a week of gaining clarity on your priorities, what will pay off, what is leading you to a next goal or something that you've already committed to. And this is a week to get those things done. This is a week to be productive with communications and planning, with the Mercury themes of organization, details, making plans, writing out your lists and checking them twice because you could feel that you're making headway. And then with the upcoming Mercury retrograde, yes, things could come back around for you to review again, to read again, to make a different plan or to consider a different option. But overall, this is a better week for progress. And it feels like this Mercury wants to help you get some things done, especially if you've been in a lot of overwhelm because Mercury and Capricorn will focus. This is a focusing in energy. What do you need to really take care of and what else is just frivolous? You can let it go. You can push it off till next year. So stay mindful of that because that's going to also feel good to have that discernment in place as you're looking through what's coming up in front of you right now. So again, a lot of Venus energy, a lot of Mercury energy this week, but then we're moving towards this Neptune stationing direct at 24 degrees and 53 minutes of Pisces. Neptune has been retrograde since the end of June, where it's stationed retrograde at 27 degrees of Pisces, 41 minutes. So now we have a period of time where we can truly integrate more of what we've learned about trusting ourselves. Neptune is the energy of what we can't see in the physical world, where we have to transcend and rise above. We go into more of what we're really feeling and sensing, even if we don't see it, especially if we don't see it. It is the realm of your intuitive development, your psychic abilities. It is how we tap in to other energies beyond 
what the human experience would normalize. So this is where we're really working with our spiritual self, more of our capacity to trust the energies that we're feeling before it manifests in the physical or before we have validation of any kind. That's one of the ongoing tests, if you will, of Neptune, where we're trusting something before it's validated, before we have proof or evidence. We're just saying, this is what the energy is doing. This is how the energy is speaking to me. And even though it could sound crazy and weird and bizarro, there's something here that I'm sensing and I'm sensing it in a big way. As this Neptune and Pisces energy is amplified moving into December, what have you learned to really trust about your intuition? especially since, again, late June, early July, where have you seen things come through that validate what you were picking up, what you were feeling? And this could be an opportunity to recognize in yourself how you're trusting yourself more, how you're trusting the energy, how you're allowing those intuitive hits and those emotional sensors to be validated because we live in a world that heavily relies on the mind, on the physical, on what we can see and taste and touch because it's real. So then we learn to really dive into trusting our intuition more, but that typically comes up as part of our spiritual growth and our ascension journey. That isn't something we're encouraged to do, especially as we're growing up, we move through our teen years into adulthood. There isn't always a lot out there that's teaching you about your intuitive abilities or the sixth sense or whatever you want to call it. This is where you can really personally assess what has transpired for you over the last five months that validates your intuitive connections, and also how we're designed to keep expanding into the higher realms. Neptune is a beautiful guide into our spiritual selves. It is the frequency of our higher self. It is connected to more of our guides, our angels, our galactic teams. It's connected to more of what we're capable of reaching up to touch, but it has to come from our own decision. It has to be part of our human will to say, yes, I want that. Yes, I want to go there. I want to know about my capabilities in these higher realms. And there's something here that I'm going to journey through in order to experience that. Neptune is very creative. It's your imagination and it's the world of fantasy that we love going into for some form of escapism. Neptune is also connected to what we create here in the physical world that allows us a form of escapism. And so it's about entertainment. It's the entertainment industry. It is about what we watch and listen to that is enjoyable and fun. It can be those temporary escapist moments where, you know, you just need a break after a long day at work. You need something to relax your energy field. And I feel that Neptune beautifully supports how we relax our minds and our nervous systems. Now, there are, of course, healthy and unhealthy ways to do this. Neptune is where we want to check out and just do something that feels easy and light and enjoyable. And this is often why people might want a glass of wine after work or want to decompress with 
a cocktail in a movie. It's something that takes you out of the stress of our modern lives, the stress of our daily lives, and anything that the mind or the physical world has taken out of balance. So the healthy experience of Neptune can bring you back into connection with your peace frequency. It can return you to a state of detachment and surrender. It can allow you to rise above everything that's temporary. Because of course, every day is a journey through temporary experiences where yesterday was different than today and today is different than what tomorrow will be and everything is fluctuating and moving and in motion and Neptune is how we're able to navigate the changing realities that we move through without being overly fixated on any one thing. And so this is how Neptune in Pisces raises our vibration to trust. Trust the flows of what shows up today and allows us to let go of what happened yesterday. So this could be a week where you're checking in with your energy and with yourself around what does bring you peace, what helps you reduce stress, what allows you to take a needed break from the pressure, expectations, and doingness of our modern lives, what connects you to your own peace frequency, also allows you to sleep well, allows you to relax, and to look at what is healthy for you and what's not. It's kind of like realizing, you know, when I drink that IPA, I don't sleep so great. Maybe I won't drink an IPA before going to bed. Or I tend to have more disruptive sleep when I have too much on my mind. So what would help me get rid of mental stress or anxiety so that I can be more mentally relieved? And that could be as simple as you write out a to-do list or you journal something that's on your mind or you talk it out with a friend or with someone you trust or maybe you just walk around talking to yourself to empty out your brain. So look at where you can bring in any kinds of rituals, routines, or practices that support your ability to de-stress in healthy ways based on what you've learned about your energy, what works and what doesn't work. Neptune also wants to help you in minimizing stressful situations and big problems where you can assess something and say, okay, is this really a big deal or is it a little deal? Is this really significant or not so much? Is this really something I need to worry about? Or can I trust that life is supporting me through this situation? Can I trust that what is coming through or what's coming up, maybe it's right in front of you, it's a problem, it's something that feels uncomfortable and you don't know what to do with it. This is where we go higher. Neptune wants you to go higher Ask for what you need. Ask for the solution. Ask for validation. Ask for support or for the next steps. Ask the universe, your guides, show me how this can move through. Show me the next steps or what's the best possible option, especially for everyone involved. And that is a beautiful frequency gift of Neptune. When you allow something to come through and be best for everyone involved, that can be a powerful way to sync up with the highest and best possible outcome. So if something feels like it's a lot right now, it's weighing you down, maybe you're stagnant or stuck, maybe you're fearful, you know, and there can be a lot that comes up this time of year. 
that we're looking to manage and to plan and what am I going to do about this? This is a time to open up more to the universe. Allow the universe to come in with those solutions or offers in whatever way they might be. Sometimes this happens almost instantaneously. Other times, you know, it can take a little bit. But there's something here where it's always our choice, always our human free will to open up to these spiritual energies, open up to our spiritual guides, ask for what we need and know that it's heard. Know that it is really truly heard and that you don't have to grasp it or hold it too tight. You don't have to dig in to too much of it when you're willing to open up the energy and know that, you know what? The universe has this. The universe, in fact, has multiple solutions for this dilemma or problem or situation. The universe has unlimited ways then it can provide a forward path or the insight I need or the clarity I'm seeking. The universe has so much it can do here. That's the energy I'm going to call in, which is something we have to practice because we can unknowingly take on so much more. We can say, okay, no, I'll handle it. I'll take care of it. I've got to figure this out. I have to do this on my own. And yes, certainly there are situations where that is applicable. But this feels like a week of actually leaning back, exhaling, relaxing into the trust, allowing yourself to float with universal support, knowing that this is going to be solved. Something's going to come through that's beautiful and perfect. And chances are it's something that the humanness in us can't solve in the same way. So I basically feel like this is where we can open up to more universal support, as well as looking back at previous times when maybe you've been in a similar situation or predicament and you've asked for help and what came through, what showed up. Chances are it was something that you couldn't have planned and that you didn't know was coming, but something came through to provide you with a next step. So what this feels like as we move into December is realistically assessing where you feel challenged, burdened, and stressed, where that's coming from, where that stems from, and then allow Neptune frequencies to come through you and work with that part of your energy. So let's say it's your root chakra that is not feeling grounded or strong, that is circling in a fear or something coming up that feels quite jolting, almost like a crisis or almost like it's destabilizing. Allow the Neptune frequencies to download into the root chakra and bring in more trust. And the trust that I'm seeing is cleansing and strong. It's a reprogramming of the lower frequencies of fear That root chakra can be fight or flight, and it can definitely dig into our survival. Am I going to be able to do this? Can I make it through? I'm really stressed out. I'm really worried. Do I have to fight for this? Do I have to prove that I'm capable? Whatever it might be. This is where you allow those Neptune energies to come in and strengthen you, knowing that you're not alone. You have support. There's multiple unlimited solutions and options available to you. And your work is in grounding into your own strength and power 
which is in harmony with your higher self's frequency. It's basically bringing in your higher self's energy into that root chakra, which again, very primal energy, very much about survival and the human experience. So just an example here of how to work with or partner with this Neptune energy, how to call in more trust, more surrender, how to alleviate yourself of a tightness, of a worry, of a doubt, and to remind yourself that the universe is absolutely supporting you through whatever this is for you. And with Neptune, you won't see it first. It's a feeling. It's something you're picking up on. It's an energetic frequency that you're tuning into. And then that creates the manifestation in the real world. Or then that allows you to connect with the next steps. And then the other interesting energy I'm seeing is if something is really getting to you, that's where you surrender it. That's where you hand it over to the universe or perhaps you visualize yourself handing it over to Archangel Michael or to someone on your spiritual team or one of your guides. And you're saying, can you just hold this for me right now? It's too heavy. It's too much. I don't know what to do with this. And then you can also energetically grant permission for whatever you're handing over to be reconfigured, to be reprogrammed, or to be used in a way that supports you. So this is really a week to call on your higher self's guidance, to go into the higher realms, to rise above and even observe yourself right now. Observe what you do when you're stressed out. Where do you go at the end of a hard day? What do you need to help rebalance your energy, to calm the mind, to calm the nervous system? What do you need that maybe you're seeking through some patterns or habits that you're realizing aren't as healthy for you or aren't really paying off? So there can be some beautiful new levels of awareness that come through this week. And I hope trusting in that energy lifts you up and reminds you that you're not alone. You don't have to do it all on your own. You don't have to figure it all out on your own when you're willing to tap into the power of the Neptunian frequencies. Also important to note that the sun and Mars are still traveling together in Sagittarius. They have pulled away from those squares to Saturn in Pisces. And now you could feel like you're ready to move forward and go for it. Mars is behind the sun, which means that Mars is pushing the energy forward from behind. Mars is picking up the slack and is strong and is making sure that the energy keeps moving forward. So you could feel like there's things that are happening for you now. Even if they were delayed or you felt the energy drop last week, now you could have a sense of, okay, I'm going to go for it. I'm ready to make moves on this. I want to take it forward. And this is especially energy energizing for any of your planets or points in fire signs. The fire signs being Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Now you could feel like with the fire in the sky, there's things that are happening and you're ready for it. You're ready to go for it, whatever it might be, and that it's easier to do so. It just naturally syncs up as well. As we move into December, I want to say happy solar return to those of you who have your upcoming birthdays this month. And be sure to check out my solar return program 
that allows you to see what your energy is for the year ahead. This is an awesome and powerful way to understand what you're going to be experiencing over the next 12 months. This is where you look at the energy on your exact solar return, which by the way, could be a day before or day after your birth date. So it's kind of cool to tap into that because maybe your exact solar return is the day before when you celebrate your birthday. Well, that gives you an understanding of when the energy will be the strongest. So check out that program because this is how you're able to tap into your own journey more. You can see what's highlighted, what's going to change. When you look at, for example, where the moon is in your solar return, the moon is the energies that are gonna fluctuate over the year ahead where you're going to have more changes and shifts. It also shows you how your emotional world is going to be experienced. You might also wanna get a heads up if you have Mercury retrograde in your solar return. This is always really important to understand because when you have a Mercury retrograde in your solar return, it's a year of catching up on things. It's a year of looking at what's incomplete. What do I need to take care of? It unfolds throughout the 12 month cycle because you have that energy signature of Mercury retrograde in your solar return. So it's a great heads up because it's gonna help you prioritize and understand how to use the energy best. And of course I explain all this even more in the solar return program which is designed to help you expand your astrology knowledge base and be more of your own astrologer. Understand more of your own energies so that you've got a heads up here on what your journey ahead will be. I'll put the link below the podcast episode. It is still on sale for 50% off with coupon code BIRTHDAY. So use coupon code BIRTHDAY, you get the full program 50% off and then you come back and look at it every year. Okay, so that's what's cool too. You buy it once and you use it for the years to come. As always, thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday with another podcast episode. You can also catch up on all my latest events and happenings that I post on my website at mollymccord.online. And you can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Wishing you a beautiful journey into December. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Take good care and really enjoy these powerful Neptune energies. I'll see you back here soon.